You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back, everybody. This is David Shepard, and JR will be with us momentarily. I hope everyone listening is having a wonderful, wonderful Thursday morning. Obviously, another great rendition of the JR Sport Brief Top 6 list. This time in honor, of course, of Tom Brady, who cannot make up his mind, Aaron Rodgers, who has an even more difficult time making up his mind. Two athletes, many people, especially Aaron Rodgers, are saying right now they should hang them up. You look at Rodgers every single year, whether it's losing to the Buccaneers, the next year losing to Jimmy G. Yeah, I said that correctly. Aaron Rodgers lost to Jimmy G. And then the following year against Jared Goff, it seems like Rodgers now is more concerned about winning regular season MVPs than he is actual hardware when it comes to Super Bowls. Tom Brady, I don't think he's going to hold the Buccaneers hostage the way that Rodgers has, the way that Favre has for, you know, title town, that being Green Bay, of course. So we'll see what happens with that. But but JR has having um, a really good top six list as I, as I look up and I see, of course, uh, Jimmy Fallon at the Knicks game. Another rough going for the Knicks at home. Can you figure this team out, folks? The Knicks cannot win at home for some reason. The Nuggets can win at home. The Lakers cannot win at home. So uh, LeBron James is certainly, by the way, not an individual that anyone is going to be saying needs to hang them up anytime soon. He just needs some help. He needs Anthony Davis. He needs a healthy Anthony Davis at that. So listen, folks, we are taking your calls here at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. Top six list again. JR, he does it every single Wednesday night. 12 p.m. Eastern time for those people that have uh, found themselves new to the program on this particular evening. And it's something he started on his YouTube channel a long time ago, and it's been uh, something really exciting. So I, I, I love being a part of it. You know, it's funny. We talk about athletes that have hung on for way too long, and the individual that comes up is maybe one of the two or three most important athletes in the history of all the professional sports, whether it's team or individual. And that is, of course, Cassius Clay, who then became Muhammad Ali. And he was an even better human being than he was an athlete, and that's saying something. You talk about three years stripped of his heavyweight title because of his position against Vietnam, which turned out to be what many people believed to be the right position at the time. It certainly was not. The government certainly had a problem with that, as did the old heads of boxing. But, you know, folks, we're going we're gonna to play the first cut Muhammad Ali, and again, get to your phone calls at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. This was, you know, David Remnick and Bud Collins and Charlie Steiner on ESPN talking about Muhammad Ali holding on for way too long. And then at the end, you hear uh, a couple of familiar voices, and that, of course, is the great Howard Cosell and, of course, Angelo Dundee, the world iconic famous trainer, RIP to uh, both those individuals. And here's how that sounded. The only thing that makes Muhammad Ali like other fighters is the fact that he went on way too long. The people who really cared for him pleaded with him to quit after Manila, and instead he fought five more years. It was hubris, I guess, and he he just couldn't push himself out of the limelight. To watch him just get beaten up without putting up a fight. It's just standing in a corner, just being beaten to a pulp. Brought tears to eyes. Oh, he's he's ready to go. This must be stopped. It is a sad way to end. No, check it out. What do you want to do? The whole game's over. 
You know, JR mentioned it, folks. You know, when he talked about the great Larry Holmes, who seems to be doing pretty well these days, all, all things considered, how much you take in terms of the pounding to your head, the damage it does to your brain as a prize fighter, considering how old Larry Holmes is in terms of, you know, being an ex-boxer, an ex-heavyweight world champion, he's doing pretty well. But at the time, when he was fighting Muhammad Ali, he was a little younger than Ali. You know, he would plead with Ali, you got to stop fighting, man. You can't keep doing this. And, and, and Larry Holmes was also an individual that would take it easy on him. He wasn't even giving him his A game. That's how much respect, that's how much reverence he had for the great Muhammad Ali. But we know he hung on too long. Another individual on JR's list is, is Willie Mays, the Say Hey Kid. You know, very fitting that he ends his career in New York, but it certainly wasn't the New York Giants where he began his career. It was, of course, with the New York Mets, and not the Mets, you know, those amazing Mets that won the World Series, of course, in the late 60s with Nolan Ryan and, and Terrific Tom, and then, of course, in 86 with White and Doc, etc. So I, I think this is a pretty good list, if I may say so myself. But let's get out to the busy phone lines at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. The question of the night in regards to JR's top six list and this is, of course, in dedication and honor of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, more specifically Aaron Rodgers, in my humble opinion, athletes that have hung on for too long. Let's get to Todd. Start us off. Ian, Todd, you were calling from Cleveland. Todd, how you doing and what you got for us? I suspect that Shaquille O'Neal was knocking at the studio door. AJ, <laughs> 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 I want to talk to you about this, man. Anyway, my, my man would have been... Earl Campbell, man. Earl Campbell yeah. was one of the baddest running backs that ever ever ran with the football. But when it was time for it to end for him, it just took too much for him to get up and get into the game and be serviceable. And I really think Earl Campbell just held on too long. I've seen him over the years, and he, he, strugg- he was struggling the last about eight years ago when I saw him still. And it, it was all because that beating that he took being one of the baddest running backs that the NFL ever saw. And I want to give one to um, Babe Ruth. Of course, I never saw him. But I saw his stats in his last three years of baseball, and it was just like, man, all that greatness was just gone. You got to know when to let it go sometimes, man. Just because you can make the team doesn't necessarily mean you need to be there. Yeah, now obviously, you're, are, you, are you referring specifically to Earl Campbell in his Saints days? Because when, when most people think of Earl Campbell, they think of him in the Oilers days right. when he was just running over everybody. But right. the Saints days, he was clearly on his on his last legs. And it, look, his stats are not overwhelming here, Todd. But you talk about pound for pound, toughest running backs to ever play the sport. You think of all day Adrian Peterson. Yep. Um, you think of TD, that three-year peak he had in Denver, one yep. of the toughest running backs. I don't think anyone tops I don't think anyone tops Earl Campbell. I don't know, man. Toughest, <laughs> toughest running back. I mean, Jim Brown Jim certainly, Brown, but Jim Brown. But he, you know what though? You. But he didn't block though. That's that's the issue I always have with Jim Brown. As great as he was, and we know what he was as a lacrosse player. But that's a, uh, but that's a good one, Todd. But, uh, but listen, man, we we appreciate the call. Uh, I know Mitchell was out tonight. He it was uh, injured, but uh, nonetheless, man, appreciate the call and call back anytime. Okay. We're going to the conference finals. Well, oh, well, that's a whole other discussion. Here, here's the question: Is Kevin Love going to be the sixth man of the year? Is he going to be healthy enough to play in the postseason? If that's the case, they're a deep team because he's the only nice. he's the only one with experience in terms of getting that deep. As great as Spider is, he hasn't had that great experience in the conference finals. He's never been. February 9th is a trade deadline. Something's <laughs> gonna happen. That's all I got to say. Appreciate you, Ty. Have a good all night, right, man. man. Always, <laughs> always good going back and forth with you. Let's get to a friend of the show. We got Gilberto. Both worlds. Hello. 
Hey, Gilberto, what's going on, man? What you got? What you got for us on Jr.'s top six list? Hey, what did you say, Jr. David? No, I, I didn't do anything to Jr. No, 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 no. Jr. is rebooting his system. He's going to be back. But, but Gilberto, we can't deprive the audience of this top six list. We got to get back on the air and we got to dive into this, man. And it's always good to have you on. So, who is on, who is in your top six list? But no, I did not do anything to Jr. I promise you. Okay, okay. Well, like I uh, like I was telling you, I, I remember vividly the last fight Muhammad Ali had, and it was. I was with my dad. It was 1981. And one thing that happened at the same time, if you rem- uh, I don't know if you're that old, but that was the last fight Howard Cosell called. He retired from boxing after watching the, how Muhammad Ali was being destroyed. And I remember feeling sad about him and asking my dad, why is he doing this? And my dad gave me an answer. He goes, because that's what he likes. He likes boxing. Yeah. And he's the greatest ever. Gilberto, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. So, so, so I, I know Trevor Burbick. Does that name sound familiar? Remember he fought Tyson later on? Yes. In, in the heavyweight division, obviously. And, and, and Bur- Burbick, let's be honest, it was a unanimous decision. Ali didn't really have a chance in that. Um, Nothing. No. You're, you're right. You're right. But that I, was a fight. I never knew. So you're telling me that was so profound and impactful on Howard Cosell to see what was one of the best friends he ever had, um, to see Muhammad Ali just get beaten to a pulp and get absolutely demolished and punished in front of our very eyes. You're telling me that created and ultimately put Howard Cosell outside of being a boxing announcer? He never called another fight again? That's what I remember. Wow, and, I didn't know and that. Remember him, and remember him saying, why are they allowing this? Yeah. He wanted them to stop the fight. Sure. And obviously they didn't stop the fight until, you know. But that was something that I, that I remember about the topic, about sports people or athletes that stay too long. And, and Ali did that. And that was... I was going to say that, that that's how, what I remember. And one player, another, uh, another player that I saw that stayed too long in the game was Fernando Valenzuela. Fernando Mania. Fernando yes, Mania. He was, he was great in the 80s. I mean, he used to throw 150 pitches per, per game. Sure, sure. And after, after he left the Dodgers, he went for a few teams. And when he was not able to pitch in the major leagues he ended up pitching for various teams in mexico he was in and and he just lasted too long i'm glad he retired from that and now he's a broadcaster for the dyers and a very good one for that gilberto thank you for the education thank you for enlightening us as you always do this would not be fitting without you speaking to JR before you get off. So I got a special celebrity guest here for you. So I want you to give JR's ver- – now, now not, don't go into his whole entirety, but explain to JR what you told me about the Muhammad Ali demise and what it ultimately did in terms of causing Howard Cosell to call the quits. It was too emotionally painful for him. Okay, thank you, David. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, Gilberto, yes. Now, JR is here with hey, us. Gil- hey, Gil- Gilberto, you called up. You didn't speak to me. Hola, JR, ¿cómo estás? I see, I see, too. Excellent, excellent. Of co- I called, and, and yeah. then I thought David had done something to you, so I asked him, what did you do to JR? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man, Te- technology is great when it works, right? I don't know. I got to fix 
it's like Rodney Dangerfield. There's 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 no respect, so I gotta figure things out. But I'm I'm happy to be here with you now. You said Muhammad Ali. What what happened now? I know he hung on too long. What else happened? Well, I remember watching the fight and Howard Cosell calling the fight, and that what I remember is that that was the last fight Howard Cosell called because he was so upset about it that he basically called it quits on air. And, and I believe he never called another boxing match again. Well, we, we know that those two guys, they were like peas in the pod. They were able to, to build off of each other. There was a mutual respect for what they did. And that, that, that's absolutely amazing. I'm happy that you were able to share that, Gilbert. So I'm glad that we were able to connect here. Oh, me too, JR. And I always listen to your show. And please, JR, let David touch the buttons. Don't touch anything, please. I'm I'm trying my best not to touch any of the buttons. I'm I'm trying. We got we got so many buttons and boards and it's all types of crazy stuff. But I appreciate you, Gilberto. Thank you, Jr. Have a good keep having a great show. I'll keep listening, Jr. No, thank you so much. All right, thank you, Gilberto. Uh, we got we got Paul here. Shep, is that correct? We got we got Paul now. Is that what's going on? Is that, is, Paul? that is correct, Jr. Yes. Hey, Paul. What's going on, man? How are you? Hi, how are you, sir? I'm good. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone right now, but I'm happy to be here with you. <laughs> All right, well, that last caller stole my thunder because he pretty much said everything I wanted to say about Muhammad Ali. Uh, a, a, a couple additions I'd, I'd make to that list of athletes that hung on too long. Anyone who's old enough to remember Kenny Stabler from the old, yeah. old Oakland Raiders, I'd add him to the list. And uh, I'd also add uh, Evander Holyfield. Oh, my God. Wait, wait a minute. You know we have a statue here in Georgia of Evander Holyfield <laughs> right outside state. I, I know Evander Holyfield. Okay. And, you know, I love Evander Holyfield. Okay. This is, the, this is the worst thing about boxers. Yeah. Is that when they get older, the, the, you see the physical toll and on just their, their, their body and their, their, their mental acuity and – as much as I love Evander, like, I don't want to see, you know, the past couple of years watching him discuss fights, uh, nobody wants that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But that, well, that, that's a, le- a legendary trilogy. Him and Riddick Bowe, that's, uh, that, that's one of the greatest trilogies of all time. And, uh, uh, but uh, just real quickly on Muhammad Ali, uh, uh, I can't add anything, uh, but, but I, re- I remember uh, before he fought Larry Holmes, uh, even before he fought Larry Holmes, I think I don't know if it was a thirty for thirty, but um, you know it, it was really sad because he was already slurring his words. Yeah, and you could see you could see the deterioration, and that fight never should have happened. You know, it, it never should have happened to begin with. But um, you know, I, I don't know whether to be thrilled or, or disappointed that that Muhammad Ali and and there was a great there's a great photo of uh, Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier when they were at the end of their lives. They they were all deteriorated, but they're posing together. Joe Frazier is sitting, and Muhammad Ali is standing with his hand on his shoulder. It's a a great photo, but, you know. I think I I, I could be wrong, but I I think that might be Ring Magazine. You think? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, yeah, but but, but it was very sad. It it was very... uh, 
but, but you know, I, I'm both sad and th- and I don't know what to say. I'm th- sad or thrilled that Muhammad Ali was at the top of the list. But thank you very wow. much. Absolutely, and, and thank you for for coming on and joining us. Let's keep things moving. Let's talk to Carlos Caller from Chicago. Carlos, you're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. Even though I'm now in Mars. <laughs> it's good stuff, JR. This is uh, my first time calling, brother. And I want to let you know, man, that uh, I work I work two jobs, and I'm actually in the parking lot of my second gig here waiting to speak to you, man. I uh, much love from the south side of Chicago, man. I listen to you every night, and uh, you make uh, you make my night a little bit better going into the job because I was born handsome, not rich, but, you know, <laughs> I, I do what I got to do. But you make my night just that much better, bro. I know you hear it all the time, man, but I got I have to show love from, from the side. No problem, um, man, no problem. So uh, I told Chef before I, uh, when he when he screamed my call that uh, I wanted to make sure that nobody thinks this is a bit. But I'm going to come out of left field a little bit, and I'm going to say someone that held on a little bit too long is the nature boy, Ric Flair. Oh, my uh, God. I grew up watching wrestling. Um, I'm 41 years old, so I'm more of a late late 80s, early 90s, and then obviously the, the crazy generation we saw in the 2000s, which is kind of where I stopped watching. But... Uh, nonetheless, man, towards the end, I think uh, the Nature Boy kind of became, nevertheless, entertaining, but he became kind of like the dancing bear. And um, it's funny because I'm actually, my second gig, I'm, he's actually going to be a guest here. He's making a guest appearance on Friday night. So I'm going to have a chance to meet him. Obviously, I would Wait, 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 wait a minute. You you didn't just <laughs> say Ric Flair is going to wrestle again. He's just doing an appearance? Or what's going oh, no, on? Made- no, no, no. He's making a special guest appearance at the nightclub I work at, uh, where I work. Oh, he's going to a nightclub? To, you going you gonna to drink with Ric Flair? No, no. I'm on the job, brother. I'm on the job. So I'm gonna oh. have to, I will have an opportunity to shake his hand and uh, hopefully take a picture with him and uh, that good stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not party, man. I'm, I'm working here and making sure uh, that nobody bugs uh, Mr. Flair and any, anyone else that may be accompanying him. But... It's just right. funny because I can, as soon as I get off, as soon as I get off work, I get off at eleven o'clock. I I punch out, and obviously, especially on Wednesdays, I make sure to chime in because uh, you always have a great list, man. But I have to say, I, I'm more of a baseball man. But this list tonight, this is a good one, man. This is I, I, I've been listening to you for a couple months now, and I have to say, this is probably up in my my top three for sure. Well, and I'm, I'm so glad that I got the chance to get wired through, and I had this pleasure of speaking to you, brother. Keep up nah. the great work, man. No problem, man. Now, thank you so much for calling from Chicago. Feel free to holler anytime. I can't wait to get. Hey, chef, I can't wait to go back to Chicago. Yeah, I should go. I should go. Well, I should say go tomorrow, but I'm not. I can't wait to go back. Like he's gonna hang out with Ric Flair tomorrow. Yeah, but as long as Ric Flair, like you said, is is not wrestling past the age of seventy years old again. Oh my God! Did Ric Flair wrestle last year and they I cut would... him open? Yeah, no, you you had you op- you had an open you had an opening monologue on that for God's sakes. No one no one wants what? to see that. No one wanted to see that then, let alone now. Ric Flair almost died. Like he had a heart. Did he? What he was his liver failed? His liver failed, right? Um, that's I don't. That sounds right. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that does that does sound right. I believe almost every organ in this man's body failed, and then he came back to life. Like what are we doing? Rick Flair came came back to life. What are we doing? Yes, yeah, I'm 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 seeing it right now. I mean, verified on multiple websites, um, reputable websites. He was on life support for ten days, and 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 oh. and, and, and it's because of 
the lifestyle and the punishment your body has to endure. And, and, and you know, listen, it, to say Ric Flair is a heavy drinker is like saying the sky is blue. I'm not trying to be Rick, funny with that. I mean, that's, Rick, it, yeah. Ric Flair said, and I don't know the numbers, Ric Flair said he'd have like 10 beers and then he'd have like five tequilas and then he have like five more. And I'm like, how can you do that and, and function? Like, is your body, your body is getting used to processing that much alcohol? Yeah, 20, I'm, I'm, I'm reading it right now, JR, not 10, not 15, literally 20 drinks a day for the nature oh boy. <laughs> this is why he still wrestles, because like he's... <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh he, at that. <laughs> no, but he has cheated death. The man died and came back, and, and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to keep going. I mean, damn. You want to talk about going on too long? I have never met Ric Flair. I have met his daughter, though. And uh, it's just, I don't know. Maybe she needs to, well, she can't chop him in the chest. That, that, that'll be a terrible thing. God bless Ric Flair for still being here and doing all that, that woo stuff that he does. But uh, 20 drinks a day? That's that's absolutely unbelievable. He makes Mickey Mantle look like the Pope. Well, uh, who, who is some? Well, we don't want to do that. Fair enough. I was going to say we should do yeah. A, <laughs> yeah. a top six, but let's that that's that's too sad. Let's not yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it Mickey, Mickey, Mickey Mantle's story yeah. is is relatively tragic. Tragic. We know how young he died. It wasn't as young as Roger Maris, but it was pretty freaking young. He died in his, I want to say, early sixties for Mick for well, Mick. When you when you when you are the center of attention and you can live a lifestyle rock or, or light rock star lifestyle, people right. get eaten, beaten to shreds. It's terrible. Right. Sad situation. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, technical difficulties. I've been jettisoned off to the planet Mars, but I'm still here with you. Super producer and host Dave Shepard is holding it down. We're gonna take a break. We'll take more of your calls, unfortunately, about athletes who have hung on for too long. I'm going to try to hang on here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We'll take a break, get some more of your calls, and then we'll get to Mark with a newsflash. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Welcome back, everybody. This is, of course, David Shepard and the great JR Sport Brief. It is wonderful to be with you, however and wherever you may be listening from. Another stellar hit it out of the ballpark list from JR. He gets it right again. And this is fascinating because you have Tom Brady, you have Aaron Rodgers, and nobody knows what exactly they're going to do. It seems like Tom Brady can play for six different teams next season, and it seems like the own Packers fan base that has held Aaron Rodgers captive for now 16 years wants nothing to do with him. It seems like Rob Gronkowski is leading that charge. But again, another stellar list from JR. It is a weekly thing that he has been doing for more than a decade, and that, of course, has been heard nationally on the CBS Sports Radio airwaves for three years. So without further ado, folks, let's get to the star attraction, the ultimate great guy, JR, holding it down. JR, how you doing, sir? I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm on, 
I'm on like punishment. Am I on punishment <laughs> right now? Jr. Man, no, of, of of course not. I mean, in tech, you know, uh, unfortunately, in, in in talk radio, sometimes connections they they bug out. But the reality is, right. you and I are very quick on our feet. Um, so there is no such thing as punishment on the Jr. Sport Brief Show. And and my God, you have great callers lined up as you always do. Yeah, I can dig it. Well, well, well we, we I hear Snoop Dogg. We got Snoop Dogg. We let's, let's turn Snoop Dogg down. I think, or am I playing Snoop Dogg? You're you're probably playing Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he's down on the he's, he's down yeah. on the verse. All, all I hear is "Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none." No, there Snoop Dogg is definitely is definitely down, but he but he I mean Snoop is everywhere these days. Does he have a, he does, is. isn't he a grandpa for God's sakes? Uh, Snoop Dogg is he a grandfather? Yeah, I think uh, he is. I think why not? Why not? He's a, he's <laughs> of age. I mean. Yeah, you could be a, you could be a grandfather. I I appreciate that. Let me tell you something, Jr. What? I'm what? waiting for the day, and I mean what? this: Adam what? Silver and the other guy is Snoop. What? I'd love to see you interview those guys on the Jr. Sport Brief Show. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. <laughs> yeah, Adam Silver. I, you know what? I'm slacking. Adam mm-hmm. Silver said he would he would come on over the holidays. Right. And I I just you know what. I'll try to get him before the All-Star break. How about that? Uh, sp- speaking of guys that look like a grandpa, and Mr. Silver, I'm just kidding. Oh, well, spe- Well, anyway, well, let, the phone lines are still bumping, 855-212-4CBS. We're having conversations about individuals who hung on too long, as you just heard from Shep. Me, I think I've pressed one too many buttons, and I will get a million emails in the morning. But anyway, let's go to uh, Louisiana. Let's go to New Orleans, and let's talk to Tommy Tommy, you're on CBS Sports Radio, and I'm on Radio Punishment. What's up? JR, how's, uh, how's Mars this, this time of year, brother? <clears throat> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm over here, you know, with a tin hat on, just making things <laughs> do what it do. What's up? Nothing. There's probably no Waffle Houses up there, huh? Uh, that's too bad. I got I to gotta oh. make you – can't, you can't make waffles when you don't have uh, – <laughs> a good point. Go ahead. All right, look, Nolan Ryan is a badass. Chuck Norris is afraid of Nolan Ryan, okay, period. Um, it's interesting to me that the, 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 the list was bookended by two boxers, and uh, it, it, it floored me. I had thought about Chuck Liddell in, I don't know, decades, and I, Jr. did not know that that happened to Muhammad Ali. I mean, I was probably nine, ten years old, and, you know, gravitating towards, you know, football, baseball, but I did not know that, 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 that that's how he ended his career, and uh, – I mean, that's why I love these shows, man. You, you know, if you pay attention, you, you actually learn some stuff. And um, I know a caller brought up that maybe that was Cosell's last call in a boxing match. <clears throat> man, I, I believe it because if you listen to Cosell, you can hear that pain in his voice, man. He was uh, yeah. deeply, deeply affected by that. Um, yeah, a legend, absolutely. Well, well, who comes to your mind? Who hung on too damn long? Well, you know, staying with that, you know, you got on the boxing thing. I mean, I got a couple of them. I don't know, Roberto Duran. Uh, oh, no mas. Yeah, Oscar De La Hoya for sure. Um, and then uh, I know you know this guy, but maybe not. I don't know who else does. Uh, Ray Boom Boom Mancini. I mean, that, you know, oh my uh, God! Yeah, I actually know someone who used to manage him. Yes, I do. Yeah, that man, that poor guy. Jeez, and Pete. Wow. You know and what? Then, uh, it is so. It is. Here's here's the thing. It, we we hear it all the time about boxers being punch drunk. Where we have an NBA and an NFL, and to a certain degree, a UFC. UFC is more structured than boxing. You have yeah. so bo- boxing is organized like it is a like it's a carnival. 
you literally have a promoter. They have a, a, a stable of fighters or acts that they promote and that they split revenue and money with. And they go town to town, city to city. They set up the fights. And there's no real regulation as to, you know, when someone can fight or not or go or fight. It's crazy. And we right, have commissions in every state that are supposed to protect the fighters. But one thing, even in 2023, people, I guess, don't dive too deep into is just, you know, what's going on upstairs? What is your cognitive ability like right now? We shouldn't have these dudes still fighting just, right. just for a check because they've been robbed for their whole careers. Yeah, and I mean, the, the, like the state commissions, they're basically just rubber stamping everything, I, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah, because they get um, paid from the promoters. The promoters right, got to exactly. pay them. It's, yeah, it's terrible. terrible. Right. It's terrible. Right. It is terrible. You know, I met I met Evander Holyfield once at a chance, and uh, I walked up to him. He and I are about the same size, height-wise, right? And mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, okay, whatever, you know. And then I shook his hand. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Thank you, Mr. Holyfield. You know, I'll genuflect now, and then please don't, you know, hurt me. <laughs> right. But, uh, no, no. And he's, just, he's, he's, he's a great dude. I have, I oh, have a, dude, a bunch of photos. With, with Evander, are, he, he could have been nicer. He could have been nicer and more down to earth and pleasant and just you know. And it was it was just a one off thing and it was uh, he was the coolest guy. And um, dude, props to uh, you guy for calling out Ric Flair, man. That was awesome. <laughs> that, that was so great. Like I I had a thought about mentioning it, but that was great. Man. Is it? But, is it? And and I want to I want to thank you, Tommy, for calling up from New Orleans. But here's here's some facts, folks. Can we? Can any of us be surprised that a lot of the athletes who hang on too long are combat fighters, like they're solitary dudes and, and women going out there and fighting? Like it's not, it's not, it's not a game. It's, it's, it's the fight game. It's not tiddlywinks. It's not basketball. I, I think on a scale, on a scale of, of one to ass whooping, you 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 got boxing, you got UFC, you have football. Like these are the worst things, the most physically grueling sports here. Like you're literally getting tapped in the head, and you're not just getting tapped in the head in in the actual fight. You're getting tapped in the head in sparring, and it doesn't matter how much headgear you wear. It's it's tough, man. You know we got folks that got to fight out of necessity, coming from the dirt, got to make a living. The fight game is just it's treacherous. It's, it's bad. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Hey, hey Shep, am I, am, am I seeing this correctly? We, we have James from L.A. here, right? Yes, and, and James always delivers the goods, unlike the Lakers outside of LeBron tonight. Oh, my God. What a shot fired. James, uh, how you feel about those Lakers, huh? Oh, man, you know what? We're trying to hold on. I know uh, uh, LeBron is trying to break Kareem's record, and I know he wants to play with his son. I think that's what the main focus is. As long as we can kind of hang around, make that, you know, eighth, 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 uh, seat, eighth, 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 eighth okay. seat of the playoffs, man. We, you know, well, I was saying, it hasn't even reached halftime yet. So Let me ask you this, James, though. You're not going to tell me LeBron James has hung around too long. What's your name? Who do you have? I'm going to say, I was going to tell you Tree Rollins and uh, Bill Cartwright, but I'll skip those and go to uh, Earl Campbell, man. Uh, oh the first the first five years couldn't be touched. 
I seen him. He hit my man Jack Tatum. Him and Jack Tatum collided. Irresistible force meets a movable object, and they both went down. And he was just, uh, he almost killed Isaiah Robinson from the Rams, man. Hit him dead in the chest with that helmet, and, you know, they was ripping off his jersey and everything. But them legs gave away, and after them five years, he, he they was trying to ride him to the ground, but, you know, Bum Phillips was trying to ride him out, but he didn't have nothing, you know, he didn't have nothing left, man. Once them legs, once them legs go, his legs were like tree trucks, but he couldn't, he couldn't run no more. Couldn't run him no more, man. It was, uh, it, it, looking at him in, in latter years in, in the wheelchair, yeah, number, thir- number thirty-four running over everybody, but now in in the chair. Uh, it's running backs get it bad. Let me tell you something. This is a story. I've, I've never I never met Earl Campbell, but I have met Jim Brown. Okay, and it was at a golf tournament out towards your way. It was in Los Angeles. I was at a golf tournament that Capital One did, and a who's who of everybody was there. Why I was there playing golf? Don't ask me, but I was. And everybody is getting ready to go out and get in their golf carts. And I look to my left, and there's Lolo Jones. And then I look to my right, and then there's somebody else. And I look behind me. Jim Brown is right behind me. And I'm saying to myself, this is maybe 10 years ago, maybe a little longer than that. And I'm saying to myself, Jim Brown is still going to play? I was shocked that he was behind me. And then I was even, I was just, I felt sad about his, his physical condition. Because when I think about Jim Brown, I'm thinking about, man, this dude could pick me up over his head and snap me like a twig. I mean, we can think about the beauty of sports, but, man, sometimes it's just, it'll wear you out, man. It's He got my vote as the greatest player of all time in football. I, I know Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady, but Jim Brown was, was unmatched, man. You know, I can dig it. Well, James, yeah. I appreciate you for calling up from L.A., and uh, good luck to your Lakers, okay? Good All luck right, now, God bless now. Uh, you as well. Yeah, man. It's the beauty. We see these professional athletes do these amazing things for so many years. Man, watching some of the older basketball players move around, running up and down on that hardwood. You think about the running backs who have to drag guys and, their knees, their ligaments, forget their hands, the shape. It's just we got to give these dudes their due. I know sometimes I call them bums when they suck because they are, but they're out there sacrificing to earn a living, and to make money, entertain us. It's absolutely crazy what they put their bodies through. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I am stuck on planet Mars. I am in radio purgatory right now, but I'm still here with you and super producer Dave Shepard. But right now, before we get to more of your calls and before we roll out, you're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Welcome back, everybody. This, of course, is David Shepard alongside the great JR Sport Brief here on CBS Sports Radio. You know, it's very fitting that we do have, and, and this is JR's music, by the way, and he's got such a good understanding and, 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 and perception of, of, of what music will work every single time he does a radio show. And this particular one is Money, Power, and and respect, and what we all know about these all-time great athletes, these icons 
is they, they all have money. They all have power to some extent. What a lot of them want for the rest of their life is respect. And when you are at the top of the mountain, and then all of a sudden, and often your 40s, and, and more often than not, your 30s, and if you're a running back, as JR alluded to, it happens in your 20s, you get that respect to a large degree completely eviscerated. So it is very fitting that JR's weekly top six list, athletes that hung on just a little too long. And as we get to JR, the aforementioned great uh, CBS Sports Radio talk show host, we bring him on to conclude this program. And folks, you all have been great all night with this calls, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. JR, how are you, sir? I'm good. I feel, speaking of respect, I, I feel like I didn't get any tonight. No. What, what makes you say that? Like, this is, we had a caller. <laughs> yes. And I, right before, right before everything hit the, 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 the fritz for me, went on the fritz, the caller said, hey, JR. He said, didn't he say something about being on the cold side of hell? Isn't yeah, that what he said to me, he, Shep? He did. And then you had said you've never heard of the cold side of hell before. And then all of a sudden, now the board here doesn't work for me. <laughs> well, something tells me you know how to get that fixed is, is very fast. So that that should not be a problem tomorrow night, as I'm sure fans are uh, you know, on pins and needles about that. And, and JR, for anyone listening right now, JR is fine. He's okay. It's just sometimes there's a little bit of technological glitches, especially at this hour of the morning. There's no engineers really on site. So JR is doing the absolute best he can and doing brilliantly at that. Hey, listen, I've been here for three years. I think I've had an issue one time. <laughs> let's count this as number two. I mean, sounds good. Uh, what let, can we do? Let's hope it stays. Let's, at, let's hope it stays at number two. Yeah, no, nah, it's not. I mean, there's a million studios I can go right. to, so we'll we'll work it out. Good, it's good, no good. problem. Let, let, let's try to get a few more folks. And is is Tim from Maryland? Tim is here, right? Yes, Tim is yeah. absolutely there. Friend of the show for sure. What's up, Tim? How are you You're on CBS Sports Radio? What's up, my man? Uh, Look, you know, you know what you remind me of is when I was a kid, Uh-oh. I would have to sit in a corner. Uh oh. Okay, that was my punishment, and I feel like that's what you're doing. You have been to put sit in a corner. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like it. I feel like it. I'm in a giant <laughs> studio with all these buttons and stuff, and I don't know. Now I'm here. So, but go ahead. But I tell you what. An I tell you what. I think Shep uh, actually is. It, it doing such an excellent job, uh, and not that I want to see you guys apart, but I right. think he needs his own show. I absolutely agree with you. I think Shep deserves his own show, and I'm glad you, you know? said it because now I can co-sign it. Shep is doing an excellent <laughs> job. Shep has done an excellent job, and damn it, I can't wait for Shep to have a show. Absolutely. I know. I, I'm just, I, you know, but but I, I would hate to see you guys split up. Um because, you know, I, I've been home from work for a little while now because every time I talk to you all, I'm either at work or leaving work or whatever. But uh, okay. Muhammad Ali, in my opinion, is the greatest athlete ever. Um, I don't know what it is about that man. He just I, – I, I, a friend of mine and I were talking one time, and we said – if there was one athlete you'd like to meet, who would it be? I said Muhammad Ali. I didn't even hesitate. So, no, absolutely. No, he, listen, because he, he he transcends. He transcends, and I, I'm not talking in past tense because even though he's not here, he still transcends being an athlete. 
Yes, what he meant to society and what he stood for. And we got a lot of dudes who will say one thing and not live up to it. He actually went through it all. He wasn't a perfect person now, but he believed in people. He believed in doing what was right, and he didn't waver in what he thought and what he believed. And that's not that's not how a lot of the world operates, especially when you operate on his level and where he was with fame. Hey, b- before we roll out of here, Tim, I want to ask you, is there any other names that, that, that you did not hear tonight that you felt uh, nasty uh, that hung on too long? No, no, actually, uh, God, I, you know, I just got a brain cramp. Um, happens. Yeah. He, he okay. Played, uh, he was the uh, linebackers for the uh, uh, linebacker for the uh, Bears. Okay. Um, uh, Buckus? Dick Buckus. Dick Buckus. Okay. 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 Yep. All right. All right. Well, reasonable, Tim. Well, I appreciate you for calling in, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you, brother. I love y'all. Oh, we love you too. Thank you. Do Shep people love you too, Shep? I, I I greatly appreciate that, Jr. It's because of the platform um, that you have set up for me, as as much as the case of anything in that instance. But Jr., you believe this show has what? flown so fast that what? right now there is literally, as Amy Lawrence comes on next, thirty seconds left till you're done. Wait a minute! You put me on punishment, and now I gotta shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jr. But the good news is you got four hours tomorrow, my guy. I'll be back tomorrow, folks. 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. The JR Sport Re Show is over. I'll be back from punishment tomorrow. Thank you, Chef.